You're listening to a Sunday morning sermon by Authentic Church. Good morning everyone, lovely to see you all. I can see that you are all very excited about the little packs that I've got for you. So if you can make sure you have your little pack of interactive goodies and a pen, that would be marvellous to get us started. Because today is one of our multi-gen services, so we try to make these services a little bit more interactive, a little bit more fun, a little bit more pacey, so be prepared to join in a little bit. I have spent a lot of time this week looking at sheep videos, and you'll see why in a minute, but I would just like to say that if ever you have some time on a rainy Saturday afternoon and you want to fill your time, Sheep videos on YouTube, there are some lovely ones. Honestly, it warms the cockles of your heart. Anyway, so, so far in our multi-gen services, we have been looking at the I am statements from Jesus. And so far we have looked at I am the bread of life, I am the light of the world, and I am the gate or I am the door. So today we're looking at Jesus' fourth I am statement, And as I've talked about sheep, it will come as no surprise to you that we are thinking about when Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. So we're going to start by reading our passage for today. I know it's quite small, but hopefully you can see it. If you'd like to read it in your own Bibles, I'm reading from John chapter 10 and I'm starting at verse 1. Um, And then we'll read to verse 5, and then we'll also do verses 11 to 15. So Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gate owner opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they don't know his voice. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and they know me, just as my father knows me, and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep." So there are several characters in this passage. There's a shepherd, there's the sheep, there's a thief, there's a hired hand, and there is a wolf. So this is your first job. Can we identify who these characters represent in real life? So in your pack, you should have a sheet of paper that looks like that, that's on the screen. On the left-hand side, We have got the characters, so we've got the shepherd, the sheep, the thief, the hired hand and the wolf. And on the right-hand side, we've got some statements about those characters. Your job is simply to match them up. So you draw a line from one of the characters on the left-hand side to whichever 
statement you think matches them on the right-hand side. I'm going to give you just about a minute to do that. So if you'd like to have a go at that, matching which character um, matches which statement. You can work together if you want to, if it's easier. Okay, we're just about there. Let's reveal the answers. Hopefully they weren't too tricky. So, the shepherd. Hopefully everyone has identified that the shepherd in this story is Jesus. Yay! <laughs> As we'd say at, at school, give yourself a tick if you got it right. Um, the sheep are the people who are choosing to listen to Jesus and follow him. Mostly. <laughs> we'll see that bit more on that later on. The thief or the robber I, um, represent things or people who stop us from following Jesus. So that get in the way of our walk with Jesus. The hired hand represents things or people that we might follow for a while, but then let us down when trouble comes. So they might seem okay to start with, but then will let us down. And then lastly, the wolf represents times of trouble or danger that can get in the way of our following Jesus. So well done if you got all of those ones correct. You can give yourselves a tick. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. I know them and they know me. This reminds me of a game show that many of you in here probably remember called Mr. and Mrs. Yep, where married couples would attempt to predict what their spouse would answer, a how they would answer a particular question based on how well they knew their spouse. I used to love this game show when I was a, when I was a kid. So I thought that we would try a little experiment. Now, Nigel doesn't know anything about this. He doesn't, honestly. But I'm going to get Nigel up here um, to answer three questions about me. This could be fun, I know. And I have put my answers to the questions in this sealed envelope. I'm going to get Lisa just to unseal it. Okay, so I've already done the answers, so they can be absolutely no cheating. And we'll see how well Nigel knows me. So Nigel, come, I've got three questions for you. So what I've got is I've got three different coloured pieces of paper, and we've got three answers over there. So Lisa, you hold on to those for a second. No. You can choose which one, you can choose which colour you want to start with. Okay. So go choose any choose one, one of those. One of those. So he's going for the green question. Would I, so would Tammy, would I rather spend time on a sandy beach or in the snow? I would say the snow. Neither. <laughs> That's a trick question. <laughs> Neither. I hate sand, I hate snow. There we go. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. Marmite, yes or no, yes? Yes. Love Marmite. One of three. What is, ooh, what is my favourite flavour of crisps? <laughs> favourite flavour of crisps. Um, 
Beef and onion? No. <laughs> Ready, so there you go. That's terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> oh dear. Thank you, Nigel. The point of that exercise is that Nigel does actually know me pretty well after spending 35 years together. He does know me pretty well, but he doesn't know everything there is to know about me. For example, he doesn't know that I like ready salted crisps. Um, and he. He does now, he does. He should know that, but anyway. But he knows what makes me happy. He knows what makes me sad. He generally knows what's going on in my life because we share it together. But he doesn't know everything about me because actually he can't see what's in my heart. Okay? So he knows me, but not that well. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. Jesus knows me, and he knows each of us and what is going on in our lives. He knows us better than our parents know us, or our friends know us, or our spouses know us, because he sees our hearts. And even more wonderful than Jesus knowing us and being known by Jesus is that we can also know him. He's not just some far-off distant celebrity that we might admire and love to meet one day, but that's never likely to happen. No, no, no. He says that we can know him and we can have a relationship with him. And I think that is just amazing. So in our passage for today, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. So we're going to explore a little bit more today about what that means and why it matters to us today. Kieran, is your hand up? Go for it. Does it? If you laugh, your heart heals. I love that. So hopefully we'll have a few more laughter today, Kieran, okay? A bit more laughter. I wonder what it means to be a good shepherd. Ezekiel 34 describes some bad shepherds. And Psalm 23 describes a good shepherd. So I have taken some of the statements from Ezekiel 34 and Psalm 23 and these what they say about being a good or a bad shepherd. And you need to listen carefully. I'm going to say some phrases. And you have to decide whether they describe a good shepherd or a bad shepherd. In your pack, you should have a boo and a bar. So if my phrase represents a good shepherd, you can hold up your bah, and of course you can make as much noise as you like with that. Go for it or not, as the case may be. If my phrase describes a bad shepherd, you can hold up your boo. Okay? So all you have to do is listen. Boo or bah, and feel free to make the accompanying noises. What type of shepherd gives the sheep everything they need? Thank you. Bah, well done. What type of shepherd lets the sheep rest when they are tired? Excellent. What type of sheep doesn't protect the weak sheep? Excellent. What type of shepherd takes the sheep to cool, clean water? Kieran, you're doing such a good job at the back there. What type of sheep, no, not what type of sheep, what type of shepherd lets the sheep wander off? 
What type of shepherd doesn't look for the sheep that get lost? What type of shepherd keeps the sheep on a safe path? What type of shepherd is cruel to the sheep? It's like a pantomime, I love it. What type of shepherd stays with the sheep at all times? What type of shepherd feeds themselves but doesn't feed the sheep? What type of shepherd lets wild animals attack the sheep? Last one, folks, make the most of it. What type of shepherd protects the sheep from harm? Excellent. (laughs) Thank you for joining in, everybody. So... Here are our phrases, and we can see that our good shepherd over this side in the blue does everything they can to protect and care for their sheep. The bad shepherd over this side is not interested in looking after the sheep at all. They're only interested in themselves. Nigel is going to come and lead us in some prayers, and after our prayers, we're going to meet some very special sheep. So we've been thinking about what it means to be a good shepherd because Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. But the thing is, sheep can be particularly stupid and so they need a good shepherd to look after them or they can easily get themselves into all sorts of trouble. This is Shrek. He was a merino sheep from New Zealand who escaped his enclosure and spent six years hiding in caves. When he was finally caught in 2004, he gained international fame, some of you might remember, due to his gigantic fleece, look at him, which weighed 27 kilograms. Just to put that into context, an average fleece, depending on the breed of the sheep, weighs between one and three kilos. So 27 kilos, because he'd wandered out of his enclosure and went to live on his own in a cave. So that's Shrek. This is Fiona. Fiona, you may have heard about Fiona on the news because she was just rescued just last week. She's been dubbed Britain's loneliest sheep because she was rescued from the foot of a cliff in the Scottish Highlands just last weekend. She'd been stranded there for more than two years. She also lived in a cave. Her fleece only weighed nine kilograms, and she's now happily living on some farm in Scotland somewhere and having a lovely life. But Shrek and Fiona were a bit stupid, because if they'd followed their shepherd and not wandered off, they wouldn't have found themselves in so much trouble. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. And in the same way that a good shepherd looks after their sheep, we know that Jesus is going to look after everything he, to do everything he can to look after us. So let's just look a little more closely at some of the ways in which Jesus is a good shepherd to us. So one of the ways a shepherd looks after their sheep is by giving the sheep everything they need. Sheep need grass and water, but what do you and I need? Well, apart from food and water, which we also need for our physical bodies, Jesus also gives us things like love, joy, peace, forgiveness, and lots of other 
lovely things that our spirits need. One of my favorite Bible verses is Psalm 16, verse 5, which says, You, Lord, are all I have, and you give me all I need. My future is in your hands. Another way that a shepherd looks after their sheep is by keeping them on the safe path. Without the shepherd, the sheep fall into danger. And just like sheep, it's easy for us to wander off and get into all sorts of trouble as well. Jesus knows the safe path for us to walk through in life. And he promises to lead us on that path if we are willing to follow him. And it's when we stray off the safe path that we get into trouble and problems happen. Think of Shrek and Fiona. They didn't stay on the safe path that their shepherd had for them. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and five to 6 say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all, your do, all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Another way a shepherd looks after their sheep is by staying with the sheep at all times. In Jesus' day, a shepherd would generally look after the sheep all the time. They wouldn't go home in the evening um, and leave the sheep. They would generally stay with the sheep all day and all night. And even when the sheep couldn't see the shepherd, the shepherd would reassure the sheep by banging the rod his rod against some stones so that they would feel that he was near to them. We can trust Jesus to stay with us at all times, just like a shepherd. Even when we can't feel that he's near, he is still there looking after us. He's promised to always be with us. Matthew 28 verse 20, Jesus says, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And finally, one of the biggest ways that a shepherd looks after their sheep is by protecting them from harm. Last multigen, Nigel showed us how a shepherd would lie in the, um, the, the, the entrance of the outdoor sheepfold to protect the sheep from wolves and from thieves at night. I am the gate, that's what that was about. And a good shepherd would also use their rod during the day to scare off wild animals and predators. And we know, we know also that a good shepherd would be willing to lay down their life for their sheep. In this life, we will have to cope with all kinds of problems and troubles. We know that. But Jesus promises to protect us from harm. Jesus, our good shepherd, lay down his life for us. Psalm 37, verses 23 and 24 say this, The Lord guides us in the way we should go and protects those who please him. If they fall, they will not stay down because the Lord will help them up. So Jesus gives us everything we need. He keeps us on a safe path. He stays with us at all times and he protects us from harm. So we've heard about all the wonderful ways that a shepherd looks after their sheep and how Jesus looks after us. But is that all there is to it? Well, no. What does a sheep need to do 
to stay safe and enjoy all the good things provided by the shepherd, well, they need to listen to the shepherd and follow the shepherd. What happens if the sheep don't listen to the shepherd? They get into trouble, like Shrek and Fiona. If we're going to enjoy all the good things that Jesus, our good shepherd, provides for us, and if we're going to walk on safe paths through life, and if we're going to enjoy his presence, then just like sheep, we need to listen for our shepherd and we need to follow him. When we don't listen to Jesus, when we choose our own path, when we wander off and we follow the crowd to dangerous places, then we can get into all sorts of problems. When I was a child, I would spend a lot of time away from my house, wandering around the village near where I lived, all over the place, down to the railway line, across the fields, with my friends, sometimes without. And that was okay in those days. No phones to bring home, to check in, no tracking devices to check where the children were. I was just allowed to go. But when it was time to return home, my dad would whistle. And I would instantly recognize this whistle. It didn't matter where I was or how far away, I would know it was dad telling me it was time to come home. I think even now, 40 years later, I would recognize that whistle. Because I'd learned to listen to it or listen out for it, and that I knew that that was my signal that I needed to obey and go home. Humans are good at recognizing voices and whistles. So here's a short quiz for us, just for fun, to see if we can recognize some famous voices. So you should have as part of your pack a little sheet that says, whose voice? And we're going to play a very short video. It is quite short and it is quite quick with some voices. They might be people you think, I've never heard of that person. Have a go. Whose voice is it? Okay? Just for fun, guys. Okay. <laughs> I told you it was fast. And the chances are you might have recognized some of those voices but couldn't put the voice to the name. Because when I did it, I think I got about four or five out of those correct. But do you want to see what the answers are? Yeah. Of course you do. So we've got Ellen DeGeneres who is a talk show host in the States, Donald Trump, Ed Sheeran, Cristiano Ronaldo, footballer for those of you not sure, Bill Gates, Jennifer Aniston from Friends, Barack Obama, Roger Federer, Kim Kardashian, and Paul McCartney. So <laughs> give it a tick if you got it right. It's just for fun, guys. The point being that as humans, we are pretty good at recognizing voices of people that we know. I'm sure if someone you, knew, you know, your parent, your spouse, a really good friend, rings you up and just goes, hey, it's me, you'd know exactly who it was without them having to quantify that by going, it's me, Tammy, okay? We're good at recognizing voices. But did you know that sheep although they're pretty stupid, are really good at recognizing their shepherd's voice. It's actually quite a skill that they have. And in Jesus' time, this would have been really important because there was often more than one flock of sheep that would arrive in the overnight sheepfold or at a watering hole. Um, 
so that all the flocks would be mixed together. And you know, you know sheep, they're all, they all look pretty similar. Um, so the shepherd needed to be able to separate, separate out their sheep from everyone else's sheep as they got kind of muddled up together. So the sheep would recognize the voice and the call of their own shepherd. So when their shepherd called them out of the sheepfold or away from the watering um, place, they would be able to follow their sheep away. So back in our passage, let's just remind ourselves what it says about that. It says, The sheep recognize the shepherd's voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he's gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they don't know his voice. Here is a video that I found. I said I'd been watching lots of sheep videos <laughs> that demonstrates this amazing sheep skill. So in this video, it's quite short. You'll see four people trying to call some sheep. The first three are strangers to the sheep, and the last one is the farmer. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? So sheep can recognize their shepherd's voice. We're pretty good at recognizing the voices of other people. But what about recognizing the voice of Jesus? It's not quite so straightforward, is it? And it takes a lifetime of learning and practice. And unfortunately, I haven't got time today to talk about all the ways that Jesus speaks to us. That's definitely a sermon for another day. But here are just a few brief thoughts. So... Jesus speaks to us through the Bible, so we need to be reading it, don't we? We need to be reading it regularly, because I find when I read, he speaks to me through the Bible, through what I'm reading. He'll speak to us when we spend time praying. He speaks to us through other people. I don't know how many of you here have ever had someone come up to you and say something along the lines of, I think God or Jesus told me this for you this week. I've got a passage of scripture for you today. That's just incredible when that happens. And he can speak to us on a Sunday morning, like here today. Maybe he's speaking to you now, through our worship, through what you hear spoken from the front. Jesus speaks in all kinds of different ways. But how he speaks is not really the most important thing. What's important is that we are listening and that we learn to hear and recognize his voice. The same way that I learned to recognize my dad's whistle all those years ago, we need to learn to recognize the voice of our good shepherd. And when we do that, then we'll be able to confidently follow him as he leads us on the safe path through our life. If we want to hear Jesus' voice, then we need to ask him to speak to us and make time to listen. It's no good asking him to speak and then carrying on with it, all the other stuff that we're doing. I wonder what the Good Shepherd has been saying to you lately, or maybe even just this morning. And I wonder where you fit in to this story, this parable about the Good Shepherd. Here's a rather crude illustration of that story. But I wonder, maybe you are listening for the voice of Jesus, and you're following wherever he leads you. Maybe you're feeling safe in the sheepfold right now. 
Maybe you're out enjoying the green grass and feeling that Jesus has given you everything that you need and you're content and peaceful. Maybe you're feeling a little bit weary and in need of refreshment, so you're taking a break by the cool, fresh water. Maybe you're lonely and wandering on your own like Shrek and Fiona did. Maybe you're near a thief and feeling like something is getting in the way of you following Jesus. Or maybe you feel like you've been following the hired hand and it all started off so well, but actually somebody or something has let you down. Or maybe you're in a place of danger where there's a wolf nearby. Wherever you are today, I want you to remember this, that Jesus knows you. And he invites you to get to know him. He will lead each of us on the safe path through life if we follow him. If we listen to his voice and we allow him to lead us. And if we're following him, he will protect us from harm. There's no right or wrong answer to this. And it's okay to be honest about where you are. But if you're not where you want to be, then I urge you to speak to Jesus about it and listen to what he says. Or come and ask somebody after this service and we'll pray for you. But I just want you to remember that the Good Shepherd loves you, all of you. He loves me. He wants to know us and he wants us to know him.